0: Who make their weekends more enjoyable reading the world's greatest comic and adventure pictures by the world's best artists featured in every issue of the Comic Weekly. Insist on the Sunday newspaper that brings you the Comic Weekly. Jungle Jim and Kolo's uncanny woodmanship has brought them to the edge of Stone's secret camp in the center of Nahia Island, but not until practically all of the island is in Stone's ruthless grasp. Returning home after destroying all communications on the island, Stone discovers someone has been prowling around in his room, examining his private papers. He rightfully suspects Kitty St. John, who, despite her show of affection, is really working against him. Kitty, having found the telltale secret papers, goes to her room and hides them in the wide hem of the heavy draperies hanging at her windows. In the meantime, Stone, discovering his loss, swears he will force Kitty to disclose the hiding place of the papers. But Jungle Jim, hiding outside, hears of his threat, and when Peter Stone starts for Kitty's room... Jungle Jim follows him in the darkness and waits outside to rescue Kitty from Stone's savage attack.
1: Say, you're getting to be quite a night owl, Kitty. I thought you'd be asleep hours ago.
2: No, Peter, I'm not even tired. It's excitement, I guess.
1: Excitement? What excitement? Hasn't been anything to get excited about, has there?
2: Why, uh, why, yes. Don't you think you're coming home with cause for excitement?
1: No, I can't say that it was. After all, I come and go quite a lot, and I haven't noticed you getting excited before.
2: Why, no. No, of course not. But, well, it's it's different now.
1: Different? How?
2: Why, Peter Stone, is that nice? Don't tell me that you've forgotten how I welcomed you tonight. Isn't that something to get excited about? Surely you must have noticed the change in my attitude toward you.
1: Ah, that. Sure, I noticed that.
2: Peter Stone, you're just horrid. A girl practically throws herself at you, and you just say, oh, bad. Don't you realize that I'm really beginning to care for you? That I'm growing fond of you?
1: Say, you got your dates mixed. This isn't February 29th.
2: Oh, come now, Peter. I know it's hard to make you realize that I've come to my senses and and appreciate a strong, forceful man like you. But it's true. Really, it is. Is
1: it? Well, what if I told you that I've come to my senses, too, and realized that you're just giving me a runaround?
2: Why, well, Peter Stone, what are you saying? Do you still doubt my sincerity, even after the shameful way I, I kissed you when you came back tonight?
1: To put it bluntly, yes. Ooh. So you might as well give up that little job of acting, Kitty. It's not going over.
2: What in the world has come over you, Peter? An hour ago, you were ever so friendly, and and now you're behaving terribly... What have I done to make you treat me like this?
1: Don't you know? Well, I'll tell you. I don't like nosy, inquisitive people, see? Curiosity killed a cat. And all cats that prowl around at night don't have four legs.
2: I don't know what in the world you're talking about.
1: Okay, then we'll drop all the polite banter and get down to some plain talk. While I was out tonight, you took the opportunity of going through my private papers.
2: Why, Peter Stone, how dare you accuse me of such a thing? You can drop
1: that air of innocence, Kitty. I'm wise to your little game, so you better stop trying to kid me. I got the goods on you, and you know it.
2: Why, Peter Stone, I don't know any such thing. Oh, you're just being unkind, horrid, and
1: suspicious. Drop that outrage, southern bell gag, Kitty, and come clean. You went through my trunk and desk tonight and stole several important papers. Now, then, either return them at once or tell me what you did with them.
2: You're just a crazy, suspicious person. And I won't stay here another moment. I'm going back to my... You sit down room. and
1: stay where you are. Ah. Uh-huh. Up to now, I've tried hard to be a gentleman and give you a decent break to come clean and return those papers. But I can see you don't want to play that way. Okay, we'll try some new man.
2: Where are you going? What are you going to do? I got something
1: in this closet. nice little persuader. Wait, I'll show it to you. There, you see it? Oh. Nice, long, heavy bullwhip.
2: Don't you dare threaten me, Peter Stone. If you think I've got your nasty old papers, I'll I'll give you permission to search me. Go over everything in my room if you think I have your old papers.
1: I know you're too smart to be carrying them on your person. And I know you wouldn't hide them where there was the slightest chance of me finding them, see? You've had plenty of time to find a good hiding place for them. Now, where are they?
2: I haven't got your horrid old papers. I haven't hidden them because I haven't seen them.
1: Okay, so you're just going to keep up that little act, huh? Well, I'll soon find out what you've done with them, and I'll teach you that it's very unhealthy for you or anyone else to meddle in my private affairs.
2: Don't you dare threaten me, Peter. If someone has stole your papers, it's one of your own men. I've had nothing to do with them, and I think you're perfectly terrible to even suspect me. Drop
1: that mealy-mouthed talk, Kitty. What do you think you're playing with? I'm not one of those stuffed-shirt planters who fall for your phony southern accent and that playful little kissing game. Now, come here. Oh.
2: Let go of my arm. you are hurting me. I'm going to hurt you
1: a lot more if you don't tell me where you hit those papers. Come on, now. Either come clean or I'll beat it out of you with this bullwhip.
2: I'm not afraid of you, and you can't intimidate me with your bullying methods. Now, now let me go this instant.
1: All right, Kitty. Remember, you asked for this. And you're going to get it and get it good. I'm through fooling with you, see? Take your
3: hands off that girl's arm and drop that
1: whip. Ah, oh, so there's your little playmate, huh, Mr. Jungle Jim? Okay, you want the whip? Here it is.
0: Lash of lightning, Stone whirls, and with deadly accuracy aims the long lash of the whip in Jim's direction. It curls around Jim's arms and shoulders just as he is about to draw his revolver. Stung with the pain, Jim leaps forward and closes with his adversary. In the meanwhile, Tony Lowry, Lil, and the handful of white planters who have survived Stone's attack are in hiding near the yacht basin, trying desperately to escape Stone's lieutenant, Big Tom, and his crew of murderous natives who are hunting them.
3: Well, Lil, there's no sense in fooling ourselves any longer. We can't stay here and be captured by those natives of stones. They're covering every inch of this territory. Mm-hmm. We've got to take a chance and make an open break for one of those small boats and get away.
4: okay with to me, Tony. I'd just as soon die trying to get away as I would to fall into the hands of those wild-eyed natives. We can't expect any mercy from them. If I've got to die, I'd prefer to do it quickly. Oh, I
3: wish to heaven Wilson McGregor and those other chaps would get back here. I'm beginning to worry about them. If they get killed or captured, we're in a bad way. If we're successful in getting one of those boats, we'll need every man we can get to man the oars and row us to safety.
4: Mm-hmm. They've been gone an awful long time. Just to go up to the edge of the yacht basin and back. I oh, hope nothing's
1: happened to
2: well.
1: them. Oh. So Lowry, yes. It's all up for us now. A party of Stone's natives under Big Tom ambushed Wilson and McGregor on their way back from the yacht basin. I just got away by the skin of my teeth. I slipped into the water and hid from them until it was all over. Then I came along the shoreline. I was afraid that would happen, Jackson. But what are those natives now? Some of them started back in the direction of the town. But Big Tom and a native chief with one of his men are down on the wharf where the longboat is moored. Just the three out of Jackson? That's all, Mr. Lowry. Longboat's tied up to the wharf. Just below them. It's the only boat there is there.
4: Tony, this looks like the chance we've been waiting for. Yes? We've got to make a break for that longboat. Right. Let's work our way along the shore, get as near to the wharf as we can, and then swim out to the wharf. One of us can untie the longboat while the other gradually eases it away from the dock. Once we get it far enough out in the bay, we can climb in and then row for all we're worth. The
1: tide's running out fast, and we have that in our favor. Once we got the longboat free, but it's it's dangerous trying to get close to the wharf. And besides, those those three fellows are heavily armed. I, I realize
3: it. all the danger, Jackson, but we're in just as much danger sitting here. When daylight comes, we won't have a Chinaman's chance of getting away. What do you say, Lil? You want to risk it? Yes, and
4: you know the sooner the better. Remember, if we succeed in getting that boat, we've got to be well out of gun range before daybreak. For time is short. I'm ready now. Let's go. Okay.
3: Jackson, lead the way. Take the same route as you did just now when you slipped through those natives. Right. All right. Here we are, Lil. You and Jackson follow me. Don't swim too close together and try not to make any more noise. It is humanly possible. Look, you can see the outlines of the dock ready from here. Is the longboat's moored on this side, near the front of the dock.
4: Mm-hmm. I can see it plainly. It isn't a very long swim.
3: I'll go first and start to untie the mooring line. Then I'll tread water and gradually ease the bow of the boat around and head it out into the open water. There. You swim around to the starboard side of the boat, about halfway along the boat. Right. Jackson, you get on the stern. Once I set it free, start to work to push her out. Right. Remember, no noise and no talking. All right, I'm going.
2: Okay, Tony, good luck.
3: All right, Mr. Brill. Now you're next. Miss Lowry's got a good start. Here, uh, give me your riding boots. I'll hide them up here in the grass.
4: Okay, Jack. There they are. Remember, I'm a good swimmer. I can take care of myself, so don't worry about me. Just concentrate on your job. Very good, miss. I will. Good luck.
5: I tell you, there is more. There'd be one nice white girl. She come on Lowry's boat. Nice, pretty girl. Strong, healthy. She make a a pretty good wife. <laughs> we got to find her. Big boss would be pretty mad if she get away. So when daylight comes, you look good. Find her and the other two fellas. Big Tom not want to go back to boss without girl. He got nice, yellow hair girl now. Maybe he say, Big Tom, you do good work. <laughs> That'd be nice. That's a good idea. i look for her too. Come, eh? Come. quick, quick. Long boat, long boat, float away. What, what you say? Hey. Where, long boat? Look, look out there, up there. My God, something wrong. I type boat myself. She not float away. Wait, I see. Something be wrong there. See, si. see, si. look you water. Right, man. White right, man, uh, where? There, in the water, backside boat. See? See? Uh, get busy, start shooting. Uh, hey, chief, get rifle shooting. Someone steal long boat. My uh, God, I fix them good with machine guns. I saw them. I get machine guns. <laughs> now I show you how to fix them. <laughs> this machine gun be good for them. What to do? Eh, be white girl. I get her, Chief. Come on, we swim out to board. Get girl. Come on.
0: Have Lil, Tony, and Jackson survived the murderous rifle and machine gun fire? And if so, can they escape Big Tom and the two natives who have plunged into the water to effect their capture? In the meantime, at Stone's headquarters in the interior of the island,